Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we are remote once again. We are being safe. We got two weeks before, a little over two weeks before we see our parents, so we have been quarantining. Uh, it is sad, but we're doing it to be safe, so that's good. You should do that, too, if you're going to see your family members. Um, we will be back in studio after the holidays, uh, and then probably for the foreseeable future after that because there's no big holidays coming up so that'll be good uh but yeah we're over the phone funny enough eric is in chicago he's in the state and we and now we're doing it remote so that that's good but so we that we're to have him back in studio <laughs> yeah um mm-hmm. real quick i have looked out cutouts eric we got to pick a picture of you they're like 45 dollars. i really think we should get a cutout of you for the studio yes i think that's a good idea for sure let's do it um, absolutely yeah uh this week we have bears talk finally not gonna like feel like i need to shoot myself in the foot talking about the bears still like not super happy but i'm very happy at least we won uh we got Jake Paul making some rumbles in the jungles trying to get fights happen. Uh, I think he's just jealous that his brother got the Mayweather thing right after his big knockout, so there's no one's talking about him anymore. We got more Cameo stuff, which I think Cameo is a pretty cool app that I just kind of found found out about. For the rink, we are sticking it with the Christmas season, kind of more winter theme. We're going to do activities you could do in your house while quarantining just like us and being safe. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Budget presents Beer League. Okay, welcome back, everyone. It is good to see you guys on these small squares on my screen, but I'm glad we're back. Uh, let's start off with Wandissimo. Wandissimo, how are you feeling this week? I'm pretty fucking good, actually. That's good. I like Christmas. to hear that. Yeah, I'm feeling the uh, the Christmas cheer. The Bears won. <laughs> Beers in town. <laughs> Beers in hand. I'm feeling good, man. Not too much going on, obviously. Not many places to go, but feeling good. Yeah, that's good. That, I like that. Let's start off on. I'm glad I kicked it to you first. Um, let's go to Nick. Nick, how you doing? Uh, I'm all right. Not as chipper as Johnny, but uh, you know, it's the pre-Christmas quarantine, so just like locked in the apartment for the most part. Uh, which is a little boring, but uh, still finding stuff to do. And uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, it, we're 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 hitting that time of the year. Um, it happens even in non-COVID years where it's like in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, the productivity at work goes way downhill. Usually, it's around like Christmas parties and people just having holiday cheer and getting drunk on like Tuesday nights and stuff like that. So. We don't have like the camaraderie of it, but there's still that I feel that general blanket of like, oh, there's just not as much to do right now or I don't feel as motivated. And then that's compounded with the fact that most of the bars and restaurants that I work for are closed. So there's just not as much for me to do. So 
it's at least like a good way to like ease into vacation, I guess. So. There we go. There we go. All right. So Johnny was high. Nick was a little low. Beer, tell me you got the Goldilocks for me. Are you somewhere in the middle? You're back in Chicago. How good does that feel? It's it's definitely exciting me back in Chicago. I missed obviously missed the place. Uh, got some lose last night. Uh, did not get the the classic that me and Johnny usually get, which is sausage, onions, and jalapenos. That's usually incredible. So good. So good. But my family can't really handle the full spiciness. So we just got like onions and uh, onion sausage on it with the butter crust. Um, what is, is it? Butter crust? Yeah. It's butter crust. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got to do it. 75 cents. More. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it was a, it was an easy drive coming back. I brought the dog back here. He's enjoying the place. Um, didn't didn't smoke anything uh, over like the past weekend or anything just because it was coming home and I ran out of wood chips. Um, but I should be getting a new smoker. So it's like I have that little smoker that I took a lot of pictures of like that's probably in the past. Now I'm going to be getting a new one. So um, get excited for some bigger hunks of meat. I was under the impression you were talking about pot. Was that <laughs> <the only one? laughs> I. I was wondering where that was going. I was like, oh, good for you, I guess. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, you, didn't, you didn't smoke anything. Good. Yeah, good. Um, one, one day, one day, and you yeah. knock, knock on it's wood. Been like, yeah, it's been like four days since I smoked anything. It's like, oh, man, good for you. Um, but yeah, I was sad not seeing your pictures. I like that you sent us an old picture, though, to keep us, to still let us know what we're missing. Mm-hmm. Um we still got to plan that trip. I definitely think after Christmas and New Year's, we'll all talk and plan a trip to visit beer and see Absolutely. the dog and just have you cook the world for us. Mm. Um, mm. Is there anything Is there anything food-wise that you would say you must have before going back to Minnesota? Must have. Uh, I got to have a beef before I go back. You suggested that before, the, before, uh, before we started, but I love... Italian beefs, and it's like I love them even more now that I'm like away from them. Yeah, get them as often. Where are you going? Um, It's a good question. So, um, I'm I really like Al's, but there's a bone of beef like right down the right down the road from where I live in Mm -hmm. Arlington Heights. So, might go might go swing by there. Bona's pretty good. I heard good things though. Bona's good. It's I like Pertillo's beef. Yeah, Pertillo's is good too. I think Al's is my favorite personally, but 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 Bona's good. Bona's the only one I think you can get at like Wrigley Field, so it's grown on me in years. Yeah, they're sponsored. The only thing that I have with Al's is I think of their meat. It's like chopped up a little weird. I like the longer strands. I like the, the full slices. I don't necessarily like the chopped as much, but they got a mean Jardinero. I love their jar. Um, they got really good sweet peppers, too. Uh, they got decent bread. The The reason I like Bertillo's more is strictly, like, okay, so I have the Frankenstein beef that I've always wanted to make. I want to be like proactive enough to go to three different spots and get all these ingredients. Oops. Oh God. Excuse me. <laughs> I want the bread from Pertillo's, mm. the meat from Johnny's and the hot and sweet peppers from Al's. And I want to make that Frankenstein beef sandwich. Damn. You really thought about that. It's because like, I really like, uh, I do like Al's. I just think their beef's not that good. And then it's like for Pertillo's, they have a really good bun, but their meat's okay. And their Jardinera is just decent. Uh, and then, 
fucking uh, Johnny's is super good, but sometimes that bread gets way too wet. I've never had Johnny's before. Where is it? Uh, it it's good. Um, there's one in Elk Grove, and there's one in. Uh, the fuck is, the is there one like one? near UIC, like right off the highway? Yeah. Okay, I've passed oh, no, by. No, no, that that is also Johnny's, the yellow building, but that's not Johnny's beef. That's uh, Johnny's Polish. That's Johnny's Polish. But that's, that, yeah, that place is also pretty good. Okay. I mean, it's like uh, you go to that shack like leaving those bars. Sure. Yeah. It's like one of those. If the bars are open, um, yeah. Um, uh, beer looks like he had a power surge, so we'll see if we can get him back on, but we'll keep going. Um, my weekend was pretty good. Um, on Friday, I decided to surprise Kayla with a date night. So I got a little dressed up. We ordered some sushi. Wow. We drank a bottle of Italy wine that I've had since I've been, or I brought it back from Italy and I've been saving it for a special occasion. So we popped that. Nice. I thought that was very nice of me. Um, oh, nice. We got beer back. Um, yeah, we watched, or no, we ate sushi and then we did just like a bunch of her favorite things. So that was nice. Good boyfriend, whatever. Hopefully a good Christmas gift comes out of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday, I didn't do much except to watch Iowa. Iowa won. It was a great game. Just, just looking good. It it pains me that Iowa is was one point away from being in the Big Ten championship. That sucks. If they didn't lose to Northwestern week two on a last second field goal, we would be in the Big Ten championship instead. That sucks. But I'm very happy of our team. We have a very young team, so I'm glad that we ended well. Iowa basketball is also third in the country. We play Gonzaga number one in the country this week, so that's huge. So preparing. But the biggest news of all is today's Wednesday. So Tuesday, this Tuesday, yesterday, was the biggest day of all. So I've been playing the video game Cyberpunk. I don't know if you guys have heard of that game that, that was like coming out. Yeah, my um, Yeah, so it's been having a lot of bugs. A lot of bugs. There's, that's not, there's no denying. They got a lot of bugs. And I'm playing on an Xbox from seven years ago. So I'm playing this game, playing this game. I'm trying to beat it. I'm, I'm having so much fun, putting so many hours into it. There's one bug where I cannot beat the main mission because they won't let me play the main mission. And the worst part is I have to call a guy named Mr. Hands. We're all around the same age. When you think of Mr. Hands, you probably think of that video with Mr. Hands, that guy getting banged by a horse and died. What? What? I have no don't idea what you're talking game. about. No, what are you talking about? Like hands. A double hands. You guys don't remember Mr. Hands from like junior high? No. I remember there was a guy that banged a horse and died. What the fuck? Know, Mr. Hands. So that that was Mr. Hands. And so I feel really weird. So I'm like, I need. So in my in my game, I have to call fuck? Mr. Hands. So I'm trying to call Mr. Hands, and it doesn't work. So naturally, I take it to like YouTube and Google to like, hey, how do I fix this and call Mr. Hand? So I forgot to put Cyberpunk 2077 at the end of one. So like all of it is just pictures of this horse and like penises because it's like Mr. Hands from back in the day. And so I've been like getting trolled myself because I'm Googling without the Cyberpunk. So long story short, the bug, the game is a lot of bugs, but it's a ton of fun. Um 
long story short, Mr. Hands won't answer my fucking call and I'm pissed. So I had to restart a new game. I called him. He says, all he does, I swear to God, he answers the phone. He goes, hey, V, I'll call you back. What the fuck is that shit? So now I need him to call me back. And he it's been three hours and he doesn't call me back. Three hours in like real time. He just doesn't call me back. So then I look into that. I'm like, Mr. Hands won't call me back. I added the cyberpunk this time. Didn't get any weird images. And it's just like, yeah, that can happen. He might not just call you back. So I restarted a game that I played 15 hours in. I played another five hours. I'm 20 hours deep. And I literally cannot play the main story without doing Mr. Hands. And so I'm just stuck. Wow. But Sounds like a great game. <laughs> I got a solution. I hit on Best Buy yesterday to get the brand new Xbox. I oh. couldn't be more excited. It said that it was coming out at 8 a.m. our time. I clicked refresh. I'm not even joking. I clicked refresh on Best Buy's thing from 8 a.m. to 2.55 p.m. And I finally got in and got an Xbox. Nice. It was almost wow. seven hours. So I got Jeez. it. I'm super happy. The game runs fine on the Xbox X. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy about that. I'm just really excited to get the new Xbox. But uh, if I get the new Xbox and Mr. Hands still doesn't call me back, I'll let you guys know because I'm livid. <laughs> I'm livid. Uh, but yeah. Johnny, did you just I'm get a beer though. delivered to you? Yes, I did. That is just <laughs> that's fantastic well, it's much better than this this is all i had on hand rumplemints <laughs> you just got a bottle of rumplemints sitting on your desk i've well, never no, seen I a bottle for, for the episode right oh, okay i've never seen a bottle of rumplemint outside of a bar i didn't actually know you could buy them oh yeah yeah I actually well, don't I mean, mind the taste of it. It's the season, man. I think the taste of it's great. pretty good. I mean, it's not great, but I think it's not as bad as some people think it is. I don't know if you guys have. I think opinions. it tastes like scope mouthwash. Yeah, and that's For nice. A, a hundred proof vodka. It is, or what is it? Peppermint yep. schnapps. Like, yeah. it could set on fire. It schnapps. tastes great. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say we could have Johnny just read off the label. He's got one right next to him. <laughs> uh, Johnny, do me a favor. Whoever's playing the game in your house, ask him if. Mr. Hands called them, or they can call Mr. Hands. Let me know. I I thought there were a bunch of different storylines you could play. So like, I don't know what storyline you're on, but can you like go into a different storyline? Uh, glad you said that. Yes, I did. So I was a corpo the first time out. Great hostile takeovers. I loved it. Uh, the second one I did the street kids. Same shit. Okay, got to call. It's Mr. okay. Hand. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, whoever's playing it, just call Mr. Hands. If they know Mr. Hands, tell them to fucking call me, not the horse. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the Bears. Bears won. That's it. Bears won. And Playoff boys. Playoff boys. Still in the hunt. Let's go. And now we are the best team in football. And <laughs> we have an offense. And <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a good game. Dan Montgomery looks amazing. Like, he's looked amazing for two weeks now. And you just got to gotta feed him 20 carries a game. Nagy's just got to figure that out. Because it was like in the third quarter, we were still taking shots on field. It's just like, you know, Montgomery's right there. So. Uh, real quick before we get too deep into the game, what do you guys think of those uniforms, the helmets, and the socks? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't mind like the throwbacks, and we always win in them. That's what I You, you could say it. They look stupid as shit. I hate that helmet. I, I thought it would look better helmet. than it did. I like the jer I like the jersey. I think the jersey with the stripes is cool. I think the socks ruin it though. 
I think the socks that they were white, like like the dark dark pants, white socks with the white shirt, I think that'd be fine. Like I don't know. I think that would be really cool. The helmet and the socks bother me for some reason. I don't like the helmet because it's the same as the Michigan logo yeah, helmets. Michigan. Yeah, and well, I don't. Yeah, that's, that's why. Exactly. Because I, I hate Michigan. Don't like Michigan. The Wolverine helmet. Yeah. I hate. They talked about it during the game. It was modeled after the Wolverine helmet. Like that. Like there was a coach that came to Michigan or something like that, and he's like, "We well, need something to stand out," and he came up with like that three stripe Wolverine helmet. So that's what it was. So yeah. Other than that, I I thought they were fine. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you said it because I wasn't going to say it because I fucking hate Michigan. <laughs> and that's why I hate it because it's basically the Wolverine. And so, um, okay, so let's 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 do a little pros and cons, you know, moving forward. Do you think we could sure. go? So this is one win in eight weeks. I'm counting the bye week. I know that we didn't have a game, but I'm counting the bye week. I think pros, we're running the ball well, and the offensive line looks decent. Or I would say above average on running the ball. David Montgomery, that first play, the 80-yard run, or it might have been 85 yards, something. I just remember being like, where's the flag? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, I didn't believe that something that good could happen on the first play of a Bears offensive drive ever. That was the longest run in 32 years for the Bears. Good. What number, wow. what number is David Montgomery? Eight. No. Wait, what do you mean? Uh, what number, number is David Montgomery? His, his football number. Like actual number? 32. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 32 years. Boom. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, I didn't even realize it. Wow. If anyone's going to break the curse. <laughs> curse cons- is broken. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, curse yeah, I mean, is broken. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. I mean... The running game is cool. I, I really like that we, because we saw it, right? We saw what happens when you establish a run. It's really easy to call pass plays. Like, we're running bootlegs where J.J. Watt can't do anything because he's the read defender. Like, basically, he comes off the edge, Mitch reads him, or he has to cover Mitch on, like, a bootleg. So, like, we get an extra blocker. Like, that's, everything works out when you when you run the ball because you can run these play actions. We saw it happening on, uh, on Sunday. But... It was really cool to see our defense come out. We got some sacks. Robert Quinn almost got his first sack. Almost. I don't know if you guys saw it. He had Sean Watson, and he got away. Just, like, in the backfield, it was really sad. I really wanted him to get that, but it was a pretty good game. And, like, if our offense can play like that every week, great. I'm just annoyed that it took until right now to make it happen. Yeah. The So I'm going to go with a little con. Mm-hmm. It's... I feel like I'm super sad that after the game, I like was talking to my buddy Steve and we were talking and he mentioned, he's like, how, how bad does it look that we feel so good? And then just playing like a good game. <laughs> like it was just like finally a well-balanced game with the offense doing stuff and the defense. And I'm over here. Like, honestly, I don't even know how we're not in the Super Bowl hunt. Like, I, I don't even know how, like Nagy's not coach of the year. It's like that's so crazy because most of this season, most of last season, we come on this show and we go like, "Oh, they're fucking terrible. They can't do shit." And then they play like a, I would say a really good game, and it's just like I feel, I feel like we won a Super Bowl just to be like we played a good game. Here's the thing that sucks though about winning like this, like this late in the season, is that. If we finish out with some mediocre record, like an eight and eight or something, just enough wins to where everyone keeps their jobs, 
all the coaches are still coaching next year and they could say like, well, shit, you know, we were, we almost made it. We were in the hunt till the end of the year. Um, but obviously that's not good enough. Right. Although if we went out, I mean, we still have a chance, but that, that, that's all I'm thinking about is what's coming up next year. Cause realistically, you know, we could make a run in this year, but I really don't want to like end eight and eight and definitely in that just for a draft pick perspective. It's just like, if we're like 20th or something like, uh, uh, okay. Those are always the worst picks when you like barely miss the playoffs, but you still have a high draft pick football purgatory. Yeah. I hate like that's the worst when you still have like a 20th or 21st pick, but you went like seven and nine. Yeah, like, what the not bad enough to get a blue chip player, but you're just not good enough to make the playoffs and make any real damage. You're just average. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah, and it's the worst. You part. got you got to choose one or the other. Yeah, and if if they do make a run and actually somehow make the playoffs, like there's no chance they're like getting far into the playoffs. Like, oh, I'm ready to have my heart broken. There. Yeah, like I'll watch <laughs> it, I'll root for them, but like there's no way they're gonna make any sort of a Super Bowl run. So then it's just like, oh yeah, we made the playoffs. Okay, so Nagy made the playoffs. We should probably keep him. But like you guys said, it's in purgatory. They suck. They're not going to actually win anything. So, uh, but it was good to see them play a complete game and get a W after so many weeks of not. So hang your hat on that. So I would be fine with losing to the Vikings, losing to the Jags, and then smoking, smoking the Packers. <laughs> get a pretty good pick. Miss out in the playoffs, and I would just be like, if we just beat the Packers, oh, God, I just want to beat the fucking Packers. Let's just beat the Packers. I just want to beat the Packers. Like, I just want them so bad. That was one of the things that I loved about Lovey Smith when they first hired him. Also, rest in peace to him for not not for dying, but for getting fired from Illinois. Uh, But when when the Bears first hired him, uh, he said, I want to do two things. I want to win a Super Bowl, and I want to beat the Packers. I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you it. you understand what we what we he, want. He almost did both of those. Yeah, which he is good. The Packers just the Super Bowl didn't pan out. Um, the one thing I will say when I first saw the Lovey Smith thing after the Wisconsin win last year, literally he had to have this season to go the exact way it went to get fired. Because after the Wisconsin win, people are like, whoa, because your team isn't bad. I even said this when they played Iowa. I said that Illinois will cover. It'll be a closer game than people think. Um, you guys don't have a bad team. It's just if he could have won like five games this year, he would be like your coach forever. So maybe you guys got lucky. But after that Wisconsin win, usually after huge wins like that, you look at a coach and you're like, well, that looks I get better than them. Yeah. Yeah. But it was. It was like we went from Beckman to like who was the guy after it? Cubit, and it was just these like no nothing guys, and we're competing with Mac schools to get recruits. And then yeah. like it's just like really sad because we're a Big Ten school. And then like we get Lovey, which has the whole goal was to get all these kids from Chicago to stop going to like Northwestern, and then have them come to you know, like Illinois. Didn't work. Didn't work. His recruiting like apparently I don't know what happened. It, like he got the five star QB but never played him, and it's just like. Yeah. We're still just as bad as when we were with with Cuba. It, I'm at the point where it's like, 
unless someone comes in and like makes a drastic change, like I don't know how it's possible. Like like all of the Illinois players are going to Iowa, they're going to Wisconsin, they're going to Northwestern, they're going to Indiana. Like it's Notre Dame has like a huge pipeline in Illinois. Like what what do you do at this point? You got to break all of that. So the one thing that I don't understand is why do they not have a good O line? Let me ask you this. What is the number one major of offensive linemen? General studies. Major. Communication. No. General studies. No. It's a smart one. Uh, what is U of I really uh, good at? Growing corn. Drinking. <laughs> Agriculture. U of I is a school really good at. Uh, engineering. Uh, business engineering. Really? Yeah. So offensive line, their number one major is engineering. U of I happens to be number one in engineering. So you would think that they would be able to be like, hey, you might not go pro, but I'm going to give you the best education you could get. And so I think it's very similar. What their issues are is the same with like DePaul. Like Anthony Davis came out of Chicago. Uh, Derek Rose. They can't get any recruits. And we have Simeon. Like that high school produces a lot of really good athletes and we can't get anyone. And I think it's, I, I don't think it's on the establishments because both DePaul and U of I are good in their respective like majors. I don't know what is like keeping us back from getting good recruits. As much as I don't like U of I, because I'm also in the big 10, I, I want like, even last year when you guys beat Wisconsin, I was very happy for you guys. And like, I like, I like U of I. I've been there. I think it's a very fun campus. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they should be struggling as much, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And, but I, I think the Lovey Smith hire was like, it sounded great, but like he's so laid back and like, he's a, he's a pro coach. Like yeah. he, he's, he's can handle pros. Like you needed like a galvanizing guy to come in. Like the guy who, Went from who was at Western Michigan and then he went to Minnesota. I forget what his name is. Um, like he was like one like went undefeated at like Western Michigan, like went crazy, the whole row your boat thing, then took the job yeah. at Minnesota. And like he rebuilt that program. Like you need this like face of someone who's not just laid back. You need to like get someone who's like not afraid to go and recruit hard and like get into places that you weren't allowed before, you know? So it just I don't know if Lovey was the type of guy. Like his name is great, and like you bet you could get some good defensive players in there, but we didn't see it. So you think like, the beard, the beard hurt him the most because he looked too friendly. Santa Claus. That's true. Claus he was beard, a little too cuddly, you know, looking. You could give him a hug, and you didn't. You weren't like afraid of him, like he was in the bear sideline with his just straight face. Like Devin Hester kick return touchdown. He's like angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should run faster. Oh yeah, that's the thing. He, he just can't. He, he can't develop kids basically and like you said yeah his calm demeanor and composure it's with professionals it's with you know basically people who know what they're doing kind of i I was gonna say like i thought Susie talked about it a little bit because she had talked to like players when he first took over and like everyone was just really intimidated by him everyone thought like he was way bigger than they were and like so like that's not a good situation either like if you can't like if you're too afraid to talk to your coach or you're like i don't know it's just if you're too intimidated by him that could hurt you too so yeah, illinois is just an interesting situation see i i i agree with that very much because i thought that hire was really good 
the one thing that you see a lot besides like Nick Saban, really Nick Saban is the contrary to this, but when a coach goes from the pros to collegiate, like they don't really know how to handle non-professionals. And it seems weird, but it's like, there's a reason why Michigan doesn't beat Ohio state ever with Jim or uh, Harbaugh. There's a reason why, like, I, I don't know what it is, but I think that we can't overlook that fact that there's got to be like something. Nick Saban is one of the ones, but he also wasn't a great uh, coach in the NFL. Yeah, he had a couple of average years for the Dolphins and like before that too. So, yeah, it, just, it's, it sounds really good on paper to take a coach like Jim Harbaugh or Lovey Smith who have been to a Super Bowl and bring them to a especially like a big 10 school, which are like very defensive heavy and like, you know, punch them in the mouth shit. So I I think if you can recruit right and you know what you're doing with recruiting, like Saban knows, like you don't go into Alabama, like Auburn has a tough time recruiting in Alabama. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, if you don't know how to recruit, like you're dead. And like, that's the toughest, that's the biggest thing in college. I couldn't agree with you more. So there's a difference between college and NFL recruiting. Cause like, you see with Belichick that he sees like pieces like on a chessboard or something where he's like, I could get this guy in the fifth round and I can make him just do my scheme and it would work. But I don't, I don't see that happening at the collegiate level. You really need like the best player at the collegiate level. It's like, I see the 25 best players in the country. I'm going to go try to get all 25 of them to just want to, (laughs) and then it doesn't have to do with money. It doesn't have to do with cap. It doesn't have to do with draft picks. Like, it's just, hey, we'll give you a good education and you will might be able to play in the NFL. Like, That's why I thought it was going to be the perfect situation for us mm-hmm. as soon as I heard Lovey, Lovey Smith's name. But... You got yeah, one m- overall, I was just very shocked with... You guys have had a decent O-line, but I thought you guys should have a better one just from the educational standpoint. Your defense has been very good. But they have a very similar thing to the Bears, and this will be the last thing we could say and then we can move on. But... You your offense has always been not the best where you leave your defense out on the field for so long. And before mm-hmm. you're like a professional athlete training, 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 and that's all you got to do. You don't have to worry about school or anything. It's it's harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. It's just um, let's quick and over to Maction. Nick, how the Red Hawks doing? That's a good question. I. uh I was high on them at the beginning of the season because they were coming off of a MAC championship, um, and then they they got they got beat pretty bad by Buffalo in week two, which Buffalo is actually a legitimately good MAC team and like would probably be top twenty five or is like right on the cusp. Uh, let me look up the rankings because I'm curious. Yeah, uh, Miami's two and one, so you know. Uh, that's not bad. It's not a full season. I feel like the Mac's kind of been uh, inconsistent with how much they've been playing and everything. So chalk it up to uh, chalk it up to COVID. Uh, the good news is, is that they still have a really good quarterback in um, Brett Gabbert, who's Blaine Gabbert's younger brother. He's a sophomore this year, so they still got two more years of him. I mean, unless if he has like a Roethlisberger type season next year, he you know he's not going to go pro or anything. So. Two more seasons of a good quarterback in the MAC uh, usually is a good sign. So, future looks good for them. Yeah, 
I agree. Um, God, Matt, Matt shit is just fun to watch. I like seeing the fumbles. I like seeing the trick plays. I like seeing it all. And it's a good time to bet on it. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah. Tuesday night, Wednesday night action. It's the best. Yeah. Um, okay, let's head into our locks of the week. So, uh, be, or I'm sorry, uh, Nick, do you have the records, please? I do. Uh, so, last week we had a couple hits. or Actually, sorry, one hit. Um, Johnny, Colts minus two and a half, was the only one who hit. The rest of us... Let's go, baby. Rest of us did not. So uh, standings currently at me eleven and three, Joe six and eight, Johnny six seven and one, and Beer three ten and one. That's not a good record, Beer. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay because I'm in the championship in one of my leagues in fantasy right now. So there you okay. go. That's good. Um, I'll take that. Okay. Uh, so Nick, we'll do what we did last week. You are still the highest ranking. So we'll allow you to pick when you want to pick. Let's. Uh, well, I think Johnny should start since he's the only one who won last week. So Johnny, lead us okay. off. Absolutely, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts at home against the Houston Texans. Lock What's the spread? Minus seven. And even minus seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I Which like the Colts a lot, man. The Colts I are love, on a roll, man. Yeah. Like that's good, is it home or away? Home. Mm. Home for the Colts. Okay. I like it. Okay. Um, You want me to go next then, I guess? or uh, Popcorn it around. Johnny, you pick next. Who goes next? Right. I like it. Hey, Rich, what do you got, baby? I knew you were going to ask me. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do the Sunday night game. Cleveland versus Giants. I'm going to go, or I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns minus five over the Giants. I think they'll, they'll beat them by more than that. Oh, sure. where is that game? That's a good pick. That was going to be my it's pick. It's in New York, though. In New York. Mm. What do you think? Mm. The Giants are going to make a move on Cleveland? What do you think? I was Giants just have a really good, oh, the over in that game? The over is 44. Yeah, maybe so if the low. over was 32. I, the I don't see that. Pull them out. I, dude, Giants got a really good defense. Really good defense. And they have a really good run defense, too, which kind of sucks. I don't know. I, I, oh, I don't know. That's a hard one. What, did you go uh, minus five to cover the spread, or did you do the over? Yeah. All right, minus cool. five. I like it. All right, Eric, think, popcorn. Yeah. Let's go. Let's hear. Let's hear Nick. Okay. Well, Beery took mine, so I had to. I had to audible. <laughs> uh, That's why I like this one. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, but uh, I, I forgot. This is the time of the year where we have some Saturday games. Uh, Saturday games are back, yeah. so uh, let's bet a Saturday game. So uh, I like the Buffalo Bills minus six uh, at the Denver Broncos. The okay. Buffalo Bills. Might be the second best team in the whole in the whole league. They're pretty good, oh, and, and six points is, isn't that much. So that's a lock, baby. I like it. Johnny, give me your top five power rankings. Go right now. Wow. Yes. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers. Whoa. Okay. 
Um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Wait, no, 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 sorry. Indianapolis Colts, number three. Pittsburgh Steelers, number four. And Chicago Bears, number five. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like that. Because everyone else after that just doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah. I was going to say, I think the Steelers are huge frauds. Uh, I don't like them. Um, okay, so me left. I am going to go with the Washington football team, minus five and a half against the Seahawks. Here's the reason why, though. The Seahawks really play well against bad defenses. When they play a good defense, it always comes down to, like, the last drive. Russell Wilson has the ball. They kick a field goal or get a touchdown. I think the Washington football team will at least cover, and I love it because they have a super good defense. Chase Young is. He's an absolute He is crazy how good. Did you hear what Mike Tomlin said to him? Did we talk about this? No. Mike Tomlin talked to him. And said, I wish I never have to lose that many games to get a player like you. Yeah, he's so goddamn good. That's he's like, to, he, he said, to get a player like you, you got to lose at least 14 games. So it's like, he's like, <laughs> I never hope I'm in that position to get someone like you. Which yeah. is very true. Chase, Chase Young is a very once-in-a-lifetime player. Um, he's super good. Even coming out of Ohio State that had both the Bosa's brothers, I think... He's a freak. I think I think currently he is he was probably the best out of the collegiate. We'll see how they do and uh professional, but it doesn't even matter because he's playing out of his mind. Uh plus he brought his mom on FaceTime to the press conference. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. a genius move. <laughs> so I like them to at least cover. Um we'll see if Alex Smith is healthy. Deshaun or no, Dwayne Haskins will is the backup. So we'll see. Uh so that's our locks. So we'll see how it goes. So I got the Washington football team. Nick has the Buffalo. Bills. Yep. You have the Bills on Saturday. Johnny has, I forgot Johnny's pick. Indianapolis Colts minus seven over Houston. You have a lot of Indy You have a lot of Colts bets this one. Just two in a row. Just two in a row. Um, and then They're Beer locked. has Brown. the Browns minus five and a half or five. Yep. Five I like all these picks. Five? It's five. five. I think I think this is the week we go perfect. I like these. Have like we done that yet this year? We should. No. I don't think so. I think it's probably <laughs> pretty to. unlikely. Um, all right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. Okay, so we're going to start off with fight news. So Jake Paul has been the greatest internet troll I've ever seen. Um, the first thing he did was he went on Instagram. He unfollowed everyone but one person. That one person was Conor McGregor's fiance. Hey. Genius. Wow. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> that is really smart. I mean, that's just funny. Like, I see people... I saw people like commenting on it, like... Wow, you're really asshole for doing this. It's like, no, I think he's just trying to get the biggest fight ever. And when people say it's out of the question, his brother's about to fight Floyd Mayweather. So I don't think for these Paul brothers, I don't think anything's out of the question. Well, the thing is, Mayweather is uh, he's retired. So whatever he does now, it's you know, it's for money. It's for exposure. And his record doesn't suffer. I mean, it, it wouldn't suffer if he fought McGregor, but. Well, yeah, Johnny, you exactly. got to remember, 
Eight months ago, Floyd Mayweather officially came out of retirement. Is he technically unretired right now? Yeah, he came out of retirement. Yeah, well, it's. I mean, this is certainly an exhibition match, so um, I don't. It's think an exhibition it's- match, so I looked into it more. It's an exhibition match because you can pretty much pair up any two fighters in an exhibition. They couldn't do an official fight. It still goes on their record, but it can't go on an official fight because no commission would allow that to be an actual fight. Right. Because you're supposed to do two different or two common skill levels, even if it's at a catch weight. And I mean, we talked about it last week. This, this, they're not the common skill level. It's, it's bullshit. Um, so Jake Paul following only Conor McGregor's fiance, I think is the funniest thing. I don't think it's mean. I think it's hilarious. I love the the creativity of how like the fighters just start jawing at each other, and this is a great way to like call them out. And then Conor's got to be like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm I'm gonna accept this call out kind of thing. You know, you gotta you gotta talk the talk and walk the walk kind of a thing. So. Yeah, so in the video that Johnny's about to play, I watched it. I know we can't play it for copyright issues, but it's basically he's just smoking a cigar. He's wearing an Irish flag, which I love. And then he <laughs> said that his team made a $50 million offer to Conor McGregor. For Con- See, I really, really, really like what the Pauls are doing because them fighting these extremely high-profile fighters like a Mayweather or McGregor, they risk nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't believe we're fucking talking about it still right now. That's it's blowing my mind. But I'm being serious. They risk absolutely nothing. If he goes in there and fights, or so it's like, look, he fights Mayweather. He loses, like we talked about. Okay, he fought the best, uh, one of the pound for pound best of all time, and he lost. Okay, whatever. If he wins, he's an ultimate superstar. The exact same thing for Jake Paul. If he loses to Conor McGregor, they just go, oh, well, what'd you expect? But if he somehow wins... Talking the town. It's it's yeah. like they're it's a no-brainer. Yeah, they're YouTubers. Their job is to get as many views <laughs> on screen as they can. I'm literally on YouTube right now. Yep. We're talking about uh, it. So yeah, they're, they're, eyeballs. This, this one is just one and a half here, but I mean Oh, but that's from MMA Crazy. Go to MMA, Jake yeah. go to Jake Paul's Instagram and see how many views that at. I have a feeling I mean it's gotta be millions. I mean, they're just like people can say it's stupid or whatever, but they have everything to gain and nothing to lose. Exactly. Like it's a win-win situation. If they lose, yeah. they win. They get paid. If they lose, they win because they were part of the fight. If they win, then they like somehow beat this incredible professional fighter in a, in a fight. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's free money. So, 1.1 so million Pokemon. likes. Yeah, it's wow. at least one point one million likes. Yeah, so you can only imagine how many times it's been viewed in the past few days. Do you know who this guy is? Whoever his like, so, cover well, photo. You said that that is going to be my next one. His cover photo. Yes. So then Jake Paul, after calling out Conor McGregor, he went after Conor McGregor's jiu-jitsu coach or jiu-jitsu coach. So Dylan Dennis is his name. He is a jiu-jitsu person in the MMA community. He has had multiple fights in jiu-jitsu. He has won many awards. He has now recently transitioned to MMA. He fights in Bellator. So now UFC fights in Bellator. And 
Jake Paul has been calling this guy out for a while, which I think is quite stupid because the guy doesn't know how to box. He only knows how to wrestle. So, like, calling out a guy that's never really boxed, like, I think that's kind of stupid. But anyways, so what Jake Paul did was he found out that Dylan Dennis was doing an interview. And he rode up on the interview in the back of a, like, a pickup truck. He was sitting in the back of the pickup truck. They started throwing wads or like full rolls of toilet paper at him. And then he hit him in the face. They snipped it and how he made it his cover photo. But on top of that, Jake Paul is now following two people. If you notice Johnny on there, he's following two people. He is following Conor McGregor's fiance and Dylan Dennis's girlfriend. It is the greatest (laughs) troll job of all time. Oh my god! Wow, that picture is really funny of the guy dodging out of the way of a thing of toilet paper getting thrown in his face. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's it's too funny to me. Jeez. I mean, what do you? Okay, I guess I agree with what Johnny said. Where it's like they're YouTubers, so all they know is like you got to get clicks, you got to make content, you got to get clicks, you got to get eyes on it. We just saw he got 1.1 million likes on the video. Like, he's doing exactly what he wants. Yep. So it's hilarious. He's got over um, 14 million followers on Instagram. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> he's got to be one so, of the, Jesus. I was wondering this. What do you think is a more ridiculous fight? And then we can move on to the next point. Jake Paul versus Conor McGregor. Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Jake, Jake Paul, Paul. Conor, Conor McGregor. Okay. I agree with that just because Jake Paul actually beat someone in a boxing match, and the other guy's fighting the best boxer to ever live, and he's never, like, won. So. Yeah, he's 0-1-1. One and, one. and McGregor's not a boxer <laughs> by trade. Like, McGregor can box, but he's an MMA guy, so. Right. It could yeah. be even more even than we expect because we saw McGregor the last time he boxed. He was, like, you could tell he was out of his comfort zone. He was doing different things where you couldn't couldn't jab that way. Um, and this time, Jake Paul has only done that, so it's it's going to be interesting. I don't know if he has a chance, though. Yeah, but now <laughs> but now McGregor I, has actually boxed against the best one of the best boxers in the world, right. so he's got that under his belt. He knows what it takes to go six, seven, eight <laughs> rounds. But he went ten. Right. They went ten. Yeah. He went ten with Mayweather. Um, McGregor actually caught him clean or caught him clean with that uppercut. I don't see Logan Paul doing that, but I could be wrong. So we'll keep on this watch just because it's funny. I like like the weird promos. He's got the flip up shades on Jake Paul. That's hilarious to me. He's making a song <laughs> with Snoop Dogg now. Like, what the hell is going on? It's living the dream. Um, yeah. I mean, it's hilarious. All right, let's move on to our next one. So our next one is uh Tom Cruise had a meltdown on set of Mission Impossible 7. First of all, I didn't even know there were seven movies. Jeez. I didn't know there were six. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I like the Mission Impossible movies, though. I think they're pretty cool. Um, So he went off on his crew because two people were on the same computer not six feet apart. So he went off and talking about, like, COVID regulations and... A lot of it made it sound like he was being an asshole. 
if you listen to it, yeah, he's kind of being a dick, but he's being a dick for like a kind of a good reason. Cause the biggest thing that he brings up in his rant is Johnny, we can actually play it. Do you want to play it? Yeah, we'll go ahead and play it. Let's see if we can play it. Yeah, I can't hear Good it. Good radio. I mean, guys can't hear it. Then, uh, yeah. That's okay. I'll explain it. So basically, he was just talking about it. He's like, they will shut us down if we're not doing these COVID regulations. The only reason we're allowed to do our jobs right now and employ so many people is if we abide by these regulations and we don't get shut down. So then I did a little bit more digging into it and to see like, wow, like he's really serious in this. No, he really is. So he's employing over 800 people on this movie alone, which is, it doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a ton of people to employ in anything. For one especially during this. Right now. Techn- yeah, right now. Yeah, especially during right now when a lot of people are out of work and stuff. But I didn't know this. He bought out a cruise ship to be docked on set. He spent $500,000 of his own money to buy this cruise ship out for the time that they're filming. So all the people could live there and be uh, socially distanced. So it's like, I don't blame the guy for getting mad. He's done a lot. Am, I, wow. yeah, am I, am I, am I wrong here? No, not at all. I totally agree. The whole time he's like talking, like he's, he's not just yelling this out of nowhere. Like he's actually explaining himself. Like we're employing this many people. You can't put food on the table. If this doesn't happen, you can't pay for, their college education if this doesn't happen. Um, so obviously you could tell what he was thinking behind all that yelling. And, you know, if you could, if you take it out of context, obviously it, it does sound pretty bad, but he was actually making very good points. He's thinking of them, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe, maybe I thought it, I thought it was very selfless. Cause he, he was like, you know, I'm fine no matter what, but he's like, I'm, thinking about you guys yeah yeah what i imagine happened is he's just seeing all this bullshit well i don't know if it's bullshit but maybe he's seen just people breaking the rules and not being safe and then this was just the last fucking straw and then (laughs) he blew up um because i mean they've been doing this for a little bit now so i mean i'm sure he's been seeing shit not the way he wants it to be and people not being safe and i don't know I think yeah. it was reasonable, but I, I mean, when someone catches you yelling like that and you're recorded, that's obviously always a bad look. But yeah, maybe he's not, yeah. yeah, maybe he's not as crazy as we think. You know, we, he's he's been kind of a weird guy. He's into the Scientology stuff for a while, but this seems to be like pretty rational and pretty selfless, like he said. So maybe yeah. he's uh, turning a new crazy leaf or something. Yeah, I I thought it was going to be like where he's like, if you keep doing this, we're not going to get the movie done. But he strictly was like, no, you guys are going to lose your jobs because we're going to get shut down. And now knowing that he has gone out of his way and spent a lot of his own money, it doesn't matter how much money he has. $500,000 is a lot of money. So the fact that he is going out of his way to make this happen for other people I think that's a pretty good. I I think that's a pretty good look, and I don't like that people are trying to, you know, spin it. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's a medium. Yeah, yeah, no, you gotta get your clicks. 
Um, okay, so the next one is a viral video of a man, a man disrespecting chicken wings. In my opinion, <laughs> uh, Johnny, if you can look it up, uh, just go on like Barstool or something. They got the video. So a person, I I guarantee they didn't think they're going to go viral for this, which is the best part. He finished his chicken wing, but his chicken wings, I'm not going to lie, had like a bite taken out of each, and the internet is up in arms, being like, that is a disgrace. Put this man in jail for eating chicken wings like this. Ugh, come on. Um, Anywho, he didn't finish his goddamn wings, basically. Did you see the video? I've seen a picture of it. I know it's on their Instagram if you follow their on their Instagram because it was a big thing. I really wanted to show you guys this because this, like, it pissed me off way more than it ever showed. So, like, did he just take a bite out of it? And, like, that was it? It was, like, those people who, like, oh, I'm done. Like, and, like, there's so much meat left on it. Like, he might have taken two bites. But I'm saying, like, most of it. Can you guys see that? Here, can you just take a <laughs> Take a screenshot and send it to the group chat. Oh my those, god! Those are his yeah. finished chicken wings, which that's di- that. yeah, that's disrespectful. Look at that what shit. the hell! I've actually seen this like, one before, and it it drives me fucking insane. <laughs> the dick. There's so I know much it meat shouldn't make it. me. I know it shouldn't make me this mad, but I'm livid. <laughs> Like I just ate 25 chicken wings stuffed. It's like, no, you had two. Look at all these stupid emojis. Like, God, I hate this person. <laughs> it's like you could eat that, his leftovers, and be full. Oh, full my meal. God. Full meal right there. Disgusting. So I think that man should not be put in prison, but, like, at least be on an FBI watch list. Straight to jail. Right? Right away. Right away. <laughs> yeah. Pre-crime. Pre-crime. Anyone have any other like food related pre crime shit? Also, how was he stuck? Well, he, he had, had like, like 25 wings in there. He had like 12 bites of chicken. Yeah, that's a little boy eating wings. Yeah. No, no man would leave a plate, plate like that. Do you guys have any weird techniques with eating chicken wings? I saw a guy one time who used to like would pull the meat off the chicken wing with his fingers and then like dip it in like ranch or something and then put it in. I thought that was pretty weird. I don't yeah, know if I'd qualify cool. that as cr- pre-crime, but like you're going to get messy. Just embrace mm-hmm. it. It's wings. Uh, what do you guys think about the push? So like on the wing, like the flat, what do you mm-hmm. think about the guy that bites one side, the other side, and then they push up the meat in the middle with their fingers. I feel like that's efficient. Hey, whatever works. Ooh, right? Pretty much have to do I'm- that. I'm more of a, I pull it apart and then I go yeah, me too. Uh, double wing. Yeah, I always do the, I bite one side, then I take the bone out, and then I got two other sides. I make it into a three-sider. Yeah, although I'm I'm also <laughs> the person that bites the ends of the bones, and I like cartilage, so I know how to finish wings, and that's why this particular video is. All right, before we move on to our last one, mm-hmm. flat or drumstick? Drumstick. Drumsticks like are easier to eat. Oh, that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about easiness. I think flats taste better. I still think I get you get a good bite of a drumstick. Mm. Yeah. Is it because of the skin? I think the flats can get a little dry. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I think drumsticks, <laughs> drumsticks. can get a little dry. Yeah, yeah I see that. I, yeah, I think there there's more bark on the on a bite of a drumstick, though. Yeah, I don't know if you like you're eating like a whole side of a of a wing. The fats are more, or the flats are more fatty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I'm a dark meat over white meat kind of guy, even though it's all Yo. the same. But you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, that's fair. All right, let's go into our last one before we go to our rank. So our last one is someone hired Bruce Buffer, the comment or not the commentator, but the uh, announcer for the UFC to break up with his girlfriend. Oh, on a, on a cameo? On a cameo, yeah, sorry. Oh. oh, man. So, I watched it. It's fucking hilarious. Basically, he goes like, it's time for Kalen to move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it costs $100 to get him, so that's kind of nice. That's a really big fuck you. <laughs> I know we talked about this uh, many months ago about like who we would like get to cameo to break up with our significant other. Bruce Buffer is too fun. Is that the guy who's like fighting out of the boot corner? Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's that guy. (laughs) I can only imagine. My thing that I was thinking of is when the guy was like paying for the cameo and like writing the thing. I have a feeling in his mind, he's like, this is going to work out perfectly. Like, I don't see how this doesn't go well. I don't see her getting upset at all. <laughs> it's a hundred dollar yeah. cameo. You can't be upset with that. Yeah. He's put a hundred dollars on you. Yeah. Do you think, do you think he had to educate her on who, who, who uh, Bruce Buffer was beforehand though? Like, Hey, like watch could- this Bruce Buffer video. Have you ever seen him before? He's pretty funny. Oh, here, I got you a cameo from him. I think the fact that he did a cameo, he didn't give a fuck about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. $100. I think, was, I think it was mostly for the boys. <laughs> yeah, that's for a good point. Story. Yeah. Like, his breakup was just, it's time for Caitlin to move on. Like, <laughs> it's time. Say I'm breaking up with you, it was just move on. That's basically to that guy that was talking into his restaurant with the girls twerking and be like, take that shit over to pink. <laughs> like, it's, I, oh, dude, I was thinking like, if someone broke up with me, be like, hey, I think it's time for you to just move on. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? <laughs> yeah, they, he didn't break up with her, actually. He just said, move on. <laughs> It's like a oh, Seinfeld episode. She didn't actually break up with me. She just told me to move on. Yeah, it is. It's like something that would happen to Costanza. Yeah, That's it's a exa- George Costanza. Exactly yeah. Right. Oh my God, that is so true. <laughs> um, so there is one person that we didn't get. It was Johnny. Johnny was not here for this. I rechecked the listening. Johnny. So if you had to break up because you didn't have a girlfriend at the time, now you do have a girlfriend. If you had to pick a, like buy a cameo to break up with Sarah. What would it be? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. See, I'm trying to think what would be funnier for her, or what would be funnier for the boys. The boys. I think no matter what, it's going to be funny for the boys. There's no yeah. way you buy a cameo <laughs> to break up with a girl is not funny for the boys. <laughs> oh, shit. just just top it off. <laughs> 
right, right off the bat, uh, a fucking cameo from What's her favorite favorite musician. Like, let's favorite just musician? no. Oh, you know who I would get? Uh, whoever plays Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. Yes, the Dennis. But I would system. want him to play Dennis. I don't want him as Glenn. I want him as Dennis. He's gonna Dennis. Yeah, the Dennis yeah. system. He's gonna Dennis system. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. That, that's what I'm going with. Does she like Dennis Reynolds or does she not? I can't tell. Well, she watches Always Sunny, so and all the boys watch Always Sunny. I think that's that's a perfect one. Oh, right so you're a check all the box kind of guy with me. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, that's good. That's good. Um, all right, let's go. <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, let's go over to timeout or uh, to the rank. So this week's rank, we are doing an oldie but a goodie because it's sadly still an option. So it's another winner with quarantining. You know, the pandemic's still a big thing. So you got to stay at home most of the time. No places are open. So we decided we were going to do, we are going to give you some ranks of what you can do during your indoor quarantine. It was actually Johnny's pick. I'll give you a shout out. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, fuck it. <clears throat> All right, number one, I'm going to go rock band. Whoa, Beer. whoa. <laughs> We go bottom to top here. (laughs) Me thing. That's something I would do. Number four. I mean, as in the first one, number four, we always go in the same order. Never go backwards. (laughs) Numbers are hard. I know, Joe, but uh, number number four, rock band. Uh, Beer, thank you so much for leaving back uh, all the instruments, everything (laughs) we need. We've used it a few times. Um, you know, we get the band together, we rock out some Queen albums. <laughs> you could download them. It's they're all free. It's fantastic. Really? Really? Yeah, wow. and it's basically just like um drunk karaoke, except for you're moving around, you're banging the drums, you're dancing, you're singing. It's a good time. I would recommend N- it. Nothing is better than the drunk drummer just fucking up. Yeah, and like, the best part is how- you can't fail, so you just kind of keep Banging That's away. my favorite yeah. thing. When they just—they're just hitting bullshit. I like when someone goes for a high half. That's not even there. Yeah, exactly. So that—that's a good one. Beer. Hopefully, we get to play a little little rock band when you're over Let's this weekend. Uh, number three is up your mixology game. Ooh. Basically, just making a bunch of holiday season uh, cocktails. Uh, some of the ones we've already tried right now actually has been the Candy Cane Kahlua Hot Chocolate, a classic Ooh. hot toddies. Can't go wrong with those. Oh, yeah. Year round, mm. though, for those. Mm. Oh, yeah. Andy's Mint Hot Chata. Delicious. Wow. And Rumple Mint's Hot Chocolate. It's the Rumple Mint's bottle. Yeah. It comes full circle. Yeah, exactly. And obviously, you do have to start with a Statue of Liberty shot before you uh, drink Rumpelmann's beer. You know that? That's his tradition. Mm, as is that tradition. just where you put your hand the highest it could go and you pour the shot in your mouth? No. So what you do is you have a shot of the Rumpelmann's, and then you take uh, your two fingers, you dip them in your shot, then you light it on fire, hold it up as such in celebration of whatever it may be, this could be holiday seasons, birthday, Wednesday, whatever it is. And you swallow it and then you take your shot. Wow. 
and yeah, and it doesn't hurt the finger. It doesn't hurt the fingers at all. I don't know. Not too bad. Unless, of course, yeah, it like drips down and then the fire follows suit. Oh but wow! It's a uh, it's a fun time. Um, yeah, just don't play with fire too much. But yeah, the cocktails it's been fun. Number three, or sorry, number two. Shit! Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, shit. Socially distanced outdoor sports slash activities. I'm talking about snowball fights, snow forts, and building snow people. Sledding. Wow. And sledding. And activity. All the activities. Uh, Yeah, even Maggie uh, Maggie Daly Park, the ribbon thing is open. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's always fun to do. I mean, the reservations are kind of crazy. I think it's like a three-week queue at this point. But, you know, wherever you can find something to do outside, it's, uh, it's always nice. And number four, which is... Sorry, number one. Wow. I'm reading like down the list. Anywho, number one is uh, it's not really an activity, I guess, but it's more like the it's more of the opposite of an activity. But I just really appreciate the fact that I don't have to commute to work and brave the Chicago weather, which is fantastic. And that in and of itself is really, really nice. (laughs) That's the only time I feel good about not leaving my home. So (laughs) So what if your number one activity is just to think that you don't have to leave. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, I like what Nick said earlier. I think popcorn. Who do you want to go next? Let's go, Nick. All right. Uh, number four, since uh, we've already talked about it, but I just uh, got done watching Queen's Gambit a couple weeks ago. Uh, play chess. Mm-hmm learn about chess strategy. Um, there's endless amount of YouTube videos. There's apps that can teach you how to play, teach you different strategies, get yourself a chess board, find somebody to play with. Um, I think it's we a fun game. Play that actually. It's a lot of fun. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of strategy to it. There's yeah. so much. So I'm excited to learn more chess. And like I said, hey, YouTube. anyone that got a chess.com app, my name is Bush person. Oh, so yeah, I got, I got one of those. Okay, I'll find you. Bush yeah, person. Find me. Uh, number three, uh, a game we used to play in college shots in weird places. Uh, you fill a backpack up with a bottle. Uh, you go to a weird place and you rip a shot. That was something I learned from my friends that went to Notre Dame because that shows you how much of a party scene Notre Dame is. Uh, so what are some examples of that? um, It was like, Oh, we're going to go like into like this random room and take a shot or we're going to walk over to this park and we're going to rip a shot right in the middle of the park or something like that. Uh, it gets you active. You can do it in the apartment. You can do it outdoors. Uh, gets you active, gets you drunk. Um, so yeah, I love it. Uh, number two, since I'm really missing music this year, uh, online concert. So there's a lot of, uh, venues that are offering occasional online concerts that you can, uh, actually pay money to or like you can just search on YouTube or you know Google or anything like that there's actually some pretty high quality concert recordings of a lot of good uh, musicians out there uh, throw it up on your TV dim the lights clear some uh, dance area um, that's something that I really need to do soon uh, and then number one, uh, talked about it before as well. Uh, playing poker with the boys online, oh. Donk House mm-hmm. uh, is the website which we were playing. You still this- haven't invited me to the goddamn game, and I've been asking. Sorry, uh, we were playing this past weekend or last weekend, and somebody mentioned that they're pretty sure that 
the reason Donkhouse is free is because then they're using the, your computer processing power for something and your computer starts to overheat. Whatever the case may be, it's free uh, poker online. And then you just set up a Zoom and you're good to go. And that's pretty much it. So nice. great way to get the boys together. Let's do that. We should do that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, popcorn, Nick? Uh, Beer. All right. Number four, I have kind of like winter sports, but I, I'm a big snowmobiler. Like, so I go up to Wisconsin. If you can get out in snowmobile, you can eat. It's not that much to rent them. And I don't even know if you need a license anymore. I don't even know. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I haven't been snowmobiling in a couple of years. We go up to my place in Wisconsin and like, we have all the, we have about like 200 acres up there and we could just snowmobile through like the country. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, yeah for sure. And then, uh, number three set up, this used to be big, like when the quarantine started, but like what happened to zoom parties, man? Like, let's get, let's get, have a zoom party. Cause we would like throw a zoom party on Friday and get sauced, absolutely sauced. And like, like fall asleep on the couch with the zoom on, like, like <laughs> that. It was, it was a really good time. And you know, I feel like we should bring them back because they playing Quiplash, Yeah. All those online games and stuff. Yeah. And so that's, um, I think we should bring back the zoom parties. Um, and then number two, you could learn how to, I guess, cook new things like me. You could learn how to smoke meat. That's what you can learn how to do. Yes. Um, it's like you have all this time and it's like fun to do when you make like really good food and then you're like, okay, like I can make this for myself every time. Um, and then number one, the best thing you can do contactless delivery. So you don't have to deal with your delivery drivers from DoorDash or anything like that. So that's the number one thing you can do in quarantine. It's the most beautiful <laughs> contactless delivery. Who wants to talk to your delivery driver? Nobody does. Leave it out on the front porch. I'll come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Um, all right, my number four is going to be get a new hobby. Um, besides podcasting golf, uh, definitely for quarantine, a lot of new golfers out there. Keep it up. I'm telling you it's the best sport in the world. Number three, uh, it's similar to Johnny's mixology, but I was going to do, or what I am doing is cook fancier meals. Like cook some nice. dope fucking meals for yourself. That's always pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, number two is going to be take a walk around the city because the lights are still up. Like they still put up all the lights and all the parks and the zoo and stuff. So take a walk around there, check out the lights. That's always a good time. Get a little sauce before. That's good. Take a little, little repelment before to keep you warm. It's like if you take two shots of whiskey, it's wearing a blanket. Uh, and then number one is going to be game night. If you have like a small germ bubble or somewhere you could social distance inside for people that you know have been tested or anything like that, keep it small, uh, play some charades, play some games. There is a game that I was taught during this quarantine. I can't think of the name, but it had like a princess on it. And it was basically like someone's a liar and you got to find out who the liar is. It was, it was, a ton of fun and that's always a good time to just see other people and possibly get out of your house if it's not your house um but yeah there's a lot of activities like we showed you that you could do and be safe so take them up on it um all right thank you guys very much for listening 
Remember, we're on Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Beer League Official, all one word. Come give us some tips. If you want to give us a rank idea, you can have it. Um, but, yeah, have a good Christmas season. We will see you guys next week. And then uh, that's a good dog. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you guys for coming out. And thank you very much for listening.